Hello guys, welcome to Uncensored Conversations. My name is Dudu, aka Skirmaidu, aka Mamilon Legs, whatever you prefer to call me. And as we all know, October is the month of breast cancer awareness. And it's only pivotal and right for us to be having a conversation about everything breast cancer. So I have invited the founder of Jenny of Hope Botswana to be sharing with us information about everything breast cancer. So without wasting any time, let her introduce herself. My name is Onika Lukunitwane. I am a passionate creative and currently working as the coordinator at Journey of Hope Botswana, which is a non-profit organization that focuses on taking breast cancer awareness throughout Botswana. So what actually is breast cancer? Gosh, uh, breast cancer is um, an abnormal growth of cells that starts in the breast um, but can spread to other parts of the body, uh, changing how the body works and if left untreated could actually become fatal. Okay, I think now that we have gotten to know what breast cancer is, one may wonder what are the signs of breast cancer, what are the symptoms, you know, are they always visible or I could have breast cancer without actually seeing it physically? Well, um, breast cancer is one of the few cancers where the signs are actually visible because um, they show on the actual breast or actually on, on your chest mm-hmm. because um, I should just mention that breast cancer affects both men and women. Mm-hmm. So when we're talking about a breast area, we're talking about the armpit and the chest, so mm-hmm. so um, the signs of breast cancer usually um, show themselves on the armpit, on the chest, and you just need to know what to look out for because the signs are usually painless. So mm-hmm. I would say, yes, they're visible, but um, if you don't know that the signs can be there but be painless, they might actually seem invisible. Mm-hmm, that is it to miss. So what actually are those signs? Um, the most common sign of breast cancer is a lump. Mm-hmm. Um, this lump is this is what really people tend to call the tumor because it starts as a lump and it just keeps growing and growing and growing. Um, there are different types of lumps that happen in one's breast, especially in young women, um, but they come and go. However, a breast cancer lump is a type of lump that just keeps growing and it's hard and irregular in shape and it's it's in a fixed position mulibeling. Um so that's the most common sign of breast cancer. Mm-hmm. Uh, sometimes that uh, lump can end up turning into an open sore on your chest and this sore leone does not heal. That's one way of telling whether it's a it's a cancer or not. You might also get a rash on your breast and this rash leone comes and goes but eventually just stays, which could be a sign that something is not right because you treat it with the usual uh, ointments and it just keeps coming back. Mm-hmm. Um, <clears throat> you might also get a nipple discharge. And this nipple discharge is usually blood-like or is actually blood. 
um, that could be a sign that uh, you have breast cancer. And by the way, it's not a discharge that, so you don't squeeze your breast for that discharge to come out. Mm-hmm. It's one that just comes out. So you might wake up in the morning and find that uh, your, your nightgown is uh, blood soaked or you take off your bra at the end of the day and uh, it's blood soaked. It shows whether there was a discharge uh, during the day. Once again, no pain. Uh, well, most of the time there's no pain, especially at the early stages of the disease. Mm-hmm. Um, you might also find that um, your nipple becomes inverted, so it changes direction. Uh, in Nigari, it will lead into your breast. Um, and then the surface of your breast also changes to look like an orange peel. So in Namarandrabana, like an orange peel. Um, uh, or the size of your breast might change. So, I mean, you know, as women, our breasts are not the same size, but yeah. this is where now one, sometimes with pain, sometimes without. Um, that could be a sign that there's breast cancer. Or the color of your breast changes, it becomes red. In some instances, it can even end up being black. So those are some of the common signs. But bear in mind that there are over 30 different types of breast cancers. So the, the signs could vary. Oh, and, and there's also a type that shows itself um, through the swelling of, of the breasts. Oh, okay. Yeah. I think that was really informative. So now that we know what the signs and symptoms are, how can one check for it or rather get screening? Do I always need to get a mammogram? No. Um, I, I'm assuming you're talking about somebody around your age? Yes. Okay. So the first thing that you need to do is you need to be breast aware, mm-hmm. meaning you need to know the, your breasts as much as you know your face. I agree you know your face to the point, Elongori, if you're going to have a breakout or a rash or pimples on your face, you can tell even before the the embarrassing stuff comes on your face, I guess. Yeah. Um, so that's because you pay so much attention to your to your face. Now, the whole idea is that that kind of attention that you give to your face, take down a little bit lower so that you also give the same kind of attention to your breasts. Mm-hmm. Um, and the best way to do that is to know how to do a self-examination at home. Mm-hmm. Um, and the self-examination is where you basically just massage your uh, underarm and chest area so mm-hmm. that you know how it feels normally. If you know how it feels normally, then the time that you start uh, feeling an unusual lump or you see a color change or a texture change, you are able to react to it uh, quick, quicker than you would if you didn't uh, know how your breast normally feels. So the self-examination is, is the first part of your screening process. Because once you see identify something um, unusual... Um, you even without pain, you can then do something about it. Go to the clinic, go to your doctor, and say, "Bona, I check my breast at least once a month, every month." And then I notice this change. By the way, when you check your breast, you must check your breast at least one week after your period, because okay. you know how our breasts can get during that time of the month. Yeah. Um, yeah. Um, so that's the first thing. And then the other test that you can do is called an ultrasound, a breast ultrasound. Okay. Now, it's a, the nice thing about it is that it's not uh, harmful to you because it doesn't use x-rays. It uses sound rays. That's why it's an ultrasound. Um, it uses sound rays uh, to pick up uh, differences in the density of your breast. So if you've got a lump and you go and have a breast ultrasound done, it can show you what kind of lump it is because 
You might have a lump, a longori is a fluid-filled lump known as a cyst. Uh, you might have a solid lump known as a fibroadenoma. Or you might have you know, another irregular-shaped lump, which could be a sign of uh, cancer. And for the doctors to know if that irregular lump really is a cancer, they would then do what you call a biopsy. And that's where they take a little sample from that lump to go and test it. Um, now, what I would say about those, those um, that, 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 that biopsy thing is you can have a biopsy done after an ultrasound or after a mammogram. But mammograms tend to be uh, more for women who are 40 and above. Oh, because, okay. yeah, because, um, you know, their breasts are less dense and the mammogram picks up changes uh, easier there. So for somebody like you, you would go and have a breast ultrasound done. Okay. And then I just want to add quickly, Horiana, breast ultrasound. Um, you don't have to wait until you have changes in your breast to do it. Mm -hmm. uh, you can decide, hello, uh, at my age, I want to take my breast health in my, my hands and every year or every two years at the beginning of the year when i do my new year's resolution when i want to take over the world one of the things i'm going to do is have a routine ultrasound done mm -hmm. so that's where you go to your doctor and say listen i'm not sick um i don't have any breast changes that are visible but just to be on the safe side i want to get checked out and then your doctor will uh, prescribe that routine ultrasound so that you start your year knowing like they say prevention is always better than cure right so Absolutely. yeah um what are the statistics in Botswana with regards to breast cancer what i how fatal is it and what are the survival rates we um the 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 the, the stats in Botswana I, I don't like to say them as a specific number because mm -hmm. then people focus on the specific number. Mm -hmm. I, I, I want to say them slightly differently so that uh, one can actually see the magnitude of the problem. Mm -hmm. uh, currently in Botswana, there are two leading cancers, say longori, are affecting and actually killing women. That's uh, cervical cancer and breast cancer. Mm -hmm. um, cervical cancer, slightly higher numbers than, than breast cancer. But uh, as you may be aware, you can actually go into a clinic uh, and, and have uh, the detection done, perhaps Myanmar, to sort out the, the, the cervical cancer issue. Um, but now not, not enough people are going to their local clinics to address the breast cancer problem. Mm -hmm. And the problem with um, breast cancer is that uh, Mobutwana is the second leading cause of cancer-related deaths amongst women mm -hmm. um, but then internationally uh, uh, breast cancer is the leading cause of death amongst women um, just to give you a sobering statistic last year 2020 mm -hmm. uh, when the world was going through all sorts of uh, lockdowns and stuff um, there were 2.3 million new cases uh, diagnosed around the world um, so in a year if you're getting 2.3 million people getting a disease, uh, uh, that's that's a very scary number. Um, and the reason why diligence is because, um, if you remember, we were spending a lot of time indoors. We were eating a lot of unhealthy meals. We were not exercising. Mm -hmm. And actually, one of the 
causes of um, or the factors they long for the breast cancer in the lifestyle because uh, breast cancer is now considered a non-communicable disease. Totally uh, cancer are considered non-communicable diseases because they are as a result of our lifestyle choices. Um, so if you think about it, for example, um, if you think about just what you eat in a day, um, you might find or actually you need to rethink your lifestyle because uh, you wake up in the morning and you are eating something that comes out of a box or out of a packet. And then you, exactly. Um, and then you go out when you have some money, a little bit of money, you go outside your campus and you've got all that fried food, uh, fast food, uh, you wash everything down with a fizzy drink, mm-hmm. um, you know, you have your candy. And at the end of the day, um, you realize that you've actually put very little into your body that really builds or sustains your body the way, the healthy way. You've just mm-hmm. put in lots and lots of junk food. So, uh, and then you might find, oh, because now you're sweating for exams or you're stressed, um, you spend a lot of time sitting or lying down, um, so not enough uh, physical exercise. Those are some of the, the things that yeah, no, are becoming predominant because you start at almost school. When you start working and now you got money, you go out and it's you have fun. Oh, girl. Um, and then maybe you even go to the extent of like overindulging in alcohol and smoking all sorts of stuff. Those are also um, contributing factors to and non-communicable diseases. Mm-hmm. So lifestyle matters a lot when it comes to um, risk breast cancer. I have to agree with everything that you just said. Um, what you put into your body plays a very important role on your health. And all of the numbers that you've just said are really scary. And one may wonder, after somebody finds out they have breast cancer, what is the treatment and how easily accessible is it to each and every Motswana out there? Um, so treatment the yeah, breast cancer is not easy. It is long. It is uncomfortable. Mm-hmm. Um, and uh, it usually involves, um, so let's say for argument's sake, you find that you have that lump and you've gone and had your biopsy done and the biopsy confirms that it's cancer. Um, you would then go to the doctor. So let's say, for example, we're Marina. Uh, there's a breast clinic there. And at the breast clinic, you get to meet all the doctors that would be involved in your treatment. They all meet you at the same time, which is really great. Mm-hmm. And then uh, after they meet you, they come up with a treatment plan. And it usually includes um, six months of uh, chemotherapy. Mm-hmm. Now, chemotherapy is where you go in every three weeks. And then you have this drip, yeah, and then you get this chemical that is put into your body. It's put in your body to try and shrink the tumor, the, sorry, the, the, the lump that is in your breast, um, and to try and kill off the disease, I guess. Yeah. Uh, and that is uh, six months, so every three weeks you go there. And the side effects of chemo can be really difficult on one's body, um, and they can change the way you look. So affect your self-esteem, affect your emotions, 
um, affect your energy levels, mm. uh, and it's a cycle every three weeks for six months. And then after that, um, you would probably then go to the next stage, which is surgery. Uh, the removal of a breast is called a mastectomy. So you would have a mastectomy done where they remove the breast and lymph nodes in your armpit. So because uh, especially high the breast cancer it travels through the lymph nodes So you remove that breast. And then after removing the breast, you would probably then have to go through a period of radiation. Now radiation is where they get these um X rays that sort yeah, these these special rays that they then concentrate on the area where the breast was removed. They kill it or they try and kill it off. Um and then after that, um you might find just to make sure that nothing develops, you then go on um uh therapy So you take the PLC for a period of about five years. Um and then during that period deal, you are not healed of cancer. You are considered to be in remission. Mm-hmm. So you go and see your doctor regularly so that they can check for uh, has as is the disease coming back, or what. So if you get to five years, Hosana any uh, changes uh, then that's when occurring I'm cancer free. Mm-hmm. So it's a it's a long process. Um and it's also not a guarantee that the cancer may not come back because in some people the cancer does come back. Uh even after Osunaho declared you are cancer free, it can come back again. So mm-hmm. treatment is long um and you can imagine uh living every every six months or so or every three months or so, having to go back to your doctor just to check, am I okay or am I going to have to repeat all that treatment all over again? So the best thing, like you said earlier on, prevention is better than cure. Um, uh, we don't want you to end up having to identify those signs on your breast. We want you to be able to make lifestyle changes that will ensure you don't end up with those signs on your breast. Yeah, most definitely. So like mm. you said, you know, the, the, the journey is very uncomfortable. So you'd wonder what local support groups are there, you know, and how do you access them? You know, are they only for caregivers or are they only for people who have breast cancer? What has been done, you know, to assist people going through this? Um, actually, that, that question ties in with what you were asking earlier on, Jorge, how accessible is the treatment? Mm-hmm. Uh, because it ties into a Nakanya support. Um, currently in Botswana, we have, uh, four centers, Selongori, um, are offering breast cancer support and treatment, let me put it that way. So that's Lotsula Tebe Hospital, Gomaung. Um, Nyangagwe Hospital go Francis Town, Sokoma Hospital go Sorowe and Princess Marina Hospital Mahaburon. But um, sometimes there are challenges in terms of Hore. Do you get uh, the oncologist uh, at all those hospitals? Do you have the oncology nurse at all those hospitals? Do you have surgeons available at all those hospitals? Those are some of the challenges. So sometimes somebody or even further, um, and they are not getting treatment from 
Maum, they are having to go to uh, Francis Town or sometimes even having to come to Khaburon. So that is a challenge in itself in terms of um, access mm-hmm. uh, and also having the right manpower um, to assist, uh, especially Kakori, there are so many cancers around. Mm-hmm. Also, um, you were mentioning a mammogram. Um, the, there are not enough uh, mammograms in our public health system. Yeah. Um, so you might you sometimes find that there's a long waiting list for people who are waiting to have mammograms done. Um, and that could, you know, that that wait here, we have three months, six months, it could be the difference between life and death. Yeah. Um, and then also, I mentioned radiation. There's currently um, one hospital in the whole country that offers that radiation for all types of cancer, not just breast. And that's scary. So, that's very, very scary. Um, so, um, and then also, if you now, you know, you, you live outside of Khaburoni, you live in Sager, uh, gosh, even Kanye, <laughs> and you have to travel to, um, Khaburoni every, every three weeks for treatment. Um, that's, uh, financial challenges and, you know, how it's all go from chemo, you are not feeling well, you palama basi, you are nauseous on the bus, all of those things. So there are lots of challenges, say, Longore, uh, one goes through. Um, and then also the, the, the issue, yeah, the support. There are very few, um, support, support, uh, systems, Girahela, publicly. Well, you have Bonabo, Bobo Cancer Association of Botswana, Virginia of Hope, but, um, you know, it's, it's not enough. Um, oh, and then recently we were at, uh, at the opening, um, yeah, I think the, the launch of Breast Cancer Awareness Month in Soroe, mm-hmm. and, um, there was a Soroe Cancer Support Group, Elongoro, has been formed by nurses and some of the, um, cancer fighters and their caregivers. So there's that. There, there, there are pockets of, of support, but it's not... It's, it's not enough. enough. Yes. Um, so, you know, having conversations like this and having people tune into what you're saying um, hopefully starts to destigmatize um, the disease so that people can talk more about it. People mm-hmm. can be more accepting of, of the fact that... Um, it's it thing. Yes, because, um, you know... I, I mentioned caregivers. You know, nobody uh, wakes up and and become and 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 has the talent to be a caregiver. But mm-hmm. you can wake up tomorrow and find yourself only a caregiver uh, because a family member finds themselves analy breast cancer. Mm-hmm. You know, so yo, we need to change the narrative. Um, and then, mm, so so speaking of changing the narrative, by the way, um, I think. Um, your listeners should uh, tune in to um, go to uh, YouTube because the Journey of Hope Botswana. We've got a YouTube channel, okay. and uh, Journey of Hope Botswana. And when you get there, there are some videos that we did a couple of years ago where we reached out to cancer fighters, survivors, and caregivers, and said, guys, we, especially the cancer fighters and survivors, we said. Listen, here's a really brave uh, ask um, that we're putting out to you. Pose, pose topless and uh, tell us why 
you want to uh, destigmatize breast cancer. And we are, we were asking, gosh, women as old as 70 and women as young as uh, 30 to take their tops off and bear their scars um, and and change help to change the narrative about breast cancer to say you can lose that breast but you will still you 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 will still be alive mm-hmm. um so breast cancer can be cured uh we can start seeing more people and have less stories about those who who have passed on but the challenge right now is still um 70% of people who come to Spadella to seek help are usually stage 3 and stage 4. Um, so talking about this, telling people that breast changes can happen even hopefully people will, will stand up and be proactive about getting help and not wait before With all of those difficulties that you've just mentioned, what more do you think should be done towards fighting breast cancer? First of all, we need to acknowledge that it's problem uh, because uh, just because we're not right now, you may not have breast cancer. It uh, does not mean that somebody you know uh, or even a relative or a friend might not find themselves in that same place. So what we need to be doing is we need to be making healthier lifestyle choices. Um, is not negotiable. Um, starting with so it's about making uh, healthier lifestyle choices and if you find yourself only on a breast cancer it's about um, following through with uh, treatment um, try not to uh, default with any of the treatments as much as possible, and if you find yourself only a caregiver, uh, trying to be as empathetic as possible and patient and informing yourself about what the cancer really is about and listening to Babungaka because there are so many uh, Dr. Google who will give you all sorts of remedies they've never tried. Um, so it's important for a supportable thing. Um, and even just with uh, the community, whether it's in the workplace, uh, when somebody comes back from that difficult time, treatment, uh, helping them to um, reassimilate into that work environment, bearing in mind that they are now living with a new normal. Mm-hmm. It's most pivotal. Yes. Oh, and then uh, sharing as much awareness information as possible. So, you know, here we are having this chat. Somebody's listening. What can they do after this? Maybe they can say, hey, uh, let's contact Junior of Hope Botswana and ask them to come and speak to us. Whether go schooling, go kereking, go society, it doesn't matter. Um, no matter how big or how small the group is, we are always willing to, to share information because the more we share the the more we save lives. Yeah, most definitely. Um, thank you so much for your time. Thank you, thank you so much for being as informative as you possibly could have been.
so you can just share with us how we could contact you if okay so we are called journey of hope botswana we are on facebook as journey of hope botswana so um check out our page because we share all sorts of updates there uh drop us a dm um or you can contact us uh seven two three zero five zero one two sms call whatsapp uh we'll get back to you um and then check out our youtube channel um video of hope on leone um and just be aware um and then sometimes you can reach out to us and find out if we maybe have some pamphlets or posters that you can share we love to spread the awareness Thank you so much Miss Onika for sharing such powerful information with us. I hope each and every one of my listeners will take this and share it with our family members and their loved ones. Until we meet again in another episode, stay safe, stay educated, stay informed.